Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Today in Security from Wired. Blurry satellite images of Palestine and Israel make rebuilding harder. Digital researchers and aid groups say free mapping tools like Google Earth are too imprecise. By Luis Romero. The latest wave of violence between Israel and Palestine ended on May 20th, after the two sides agreed to a ceasefire. The Gaza Strip suffered the bulk of the deaths and destruction where airstrikes killed more than 230 people and destroyed more than 1,000 residential and commercial buildings. The New York Times described the landscape as a sea of rubble. Multiple hospitals, power lines, schools, sewage systems, and roads had been damaged or destroyed. Palestinians are now starting the long process of reconstruction, supported by humanitarian organizations, and are looking back to the conflict for indications of human rights abuses, supported by investigative journalists. But that work is being made harder and costlier by a lack of good satellite images of Israel and Palestine in free mapping tools. At the height of the violence, open-source investigators on Twitter noted that regions such as Gaza appear much blurrier on platforms like Google Earth, which collect satellite imagery from a variety of sources. The reason is an obscure U.S. regulation called the Kyle Bingaman Amendment that used to forbid American companies from providing higher-resolution satellite images of the region due to security concerns expressed by Israel. The regulation was scrapped last year, and the limit is now similar to the resolution allowed for other parts of the world. Many commercial satellite imagery providers, such as Planet Labs, quickly adjusted their products, while popular free tools including Google Earth did not. A comparison between images provided by Planet Labs and those found on Google Earth show the stark difference in resolution. The more accurate images make it possible to see the features of buildings, count individual trees, identify vehicles on the road, and count lines printed on the pavement. They show more color variations, the precise shapes of things like squares and blocks. And on the free services, satellite images of Israel and Palestine are updated less frequently than other parts of the world. On Google Earth, for example, some areas of New York City have five different satellite images just for 2020, while some areas of Gaza City have five images for the past 35 years. That makes a big difference for people on the ground, including the humanitarian organizations trying to help Palestinians in their reconstruction effort. Riskier and more imprecise. 
The International Committee of the Red Cross has operated in Israel and Palestine since the 1960s, offering health services and other assistance to people during and after outbreaks of violence. It also helps communities rebuild. The ICRC is making repairs to the water system, the power network, and the sewage system in the Gaza Strip. Many of these activities involve the use of satellite images. During times of conflict, we use imagery to detect the extent of damages and destruction, says Christoph Hanger, a spokesperson for the ICRC. And when it's allowed to enter a conflict zone, it uses imagery to plan its movements. Once the conflict ends, updated satellite imagery is essential to detect changes on the ground, says Hanger, to see how airstrikes affected buildings and infrastructure and to identify areas that should get more attention. The imagery provided by free tools like Google Earth are too degraded for the ICRC to use. The poor resolution, Hanger says, increases the possibility to misinterpret the imagery and hence leads to a less effective operational response. As a result, he adds, the organization is forced to use commercial satellite imagery providers, which are more costly and require additional human resources. Blurred evidence. The degraded satellite images also affect people far away from Israel and Palestine. Digital investigators poring over images and videos of the conflict to identify potential human rights abuses. They use information openly available online, including content shared on social media, images and video produced by Israelis and Palestinians, and satellite images available in free tools like Google Earth. Nick Waters, a senior investigator at Bellingcat, a collective of open-source investigators, says the satellite images play a central part in his work. They allow the verification of images and videos taken on the ground by demonstrating exactly where they were taken and what they show. Waters has done multiple investigations into conflicts in the Middle East, including in Syria and Iraq, and is now looking into a recent wave of violence in Israel and Palestine. He says that the blurred images of the region make his work far more difficult. They make it harder to identify damages from airstrikes to buildings and roads, and the lack of updates makes it harder to verify content, as buildings may have been built, changed, or removed in those years. Bellingcat sometimes uses subscription services like Planet Labs. However, for the vast majority of activists and organizations, buying commercial satellite imagery is extremely expensive, says Waters. Prices vary widely, and companies tend not to publicize them, but an image of a small piece of land will cost thousands of dollars if it needs to be produced anew, and hundreds of dollars if it's available in the company's archive. They generally rely on free sources such as Google Earth. Community Satellites Eil Weissman, the founder of Forensic Architecture, a research agency that does similar open-source investigations in the Middle East, agrees that the degraded images harm his work. It reduces the capacity to monitor Israeli violations, he says, and it puts the Israeli state in a position of power over Palestinians. Israel controls what Palestinians can see. In Forensic Architecture, his book about the agency's work, Weissman writes that digital images are basically grids made up of pixels. This grid filters reality like a sieve or a fishing net. Objects larger than the grid are captured and retained. Smaller ones pass through and disappear. The Kyle Bingaman Amendment in the U.S. previously limited satellite images to a resolution of 2 meters per pixel, meaning that anything smaller than that would be blurred. 
While U.S. regulations now permit a resolution of up to 0.4 meters per pixel, free mapping tools have remained at the old, more imprecise size. Weissman has tried to find alternatives to the limitations of the sieve. For one project, Weissman and his collaborators attached cameras to kites to produce their own aerial imagery of the Negev desert. They called them community satellites. The images were used to find small signs like wells and graves that proved that Palestinian villagers had previously lived in the area, something that was denied by Israel, which had repeatedly expelled the villagers from the area, calling them trespassers. The Israeli government maintains a website with satellite maps of the region, but Waters says that the tool is not particularly useful. The images are also blurred and more than a decade old, and parts of the territory, including the entirety of the Gaza Strip, are covered in white. Maps have always had the power to influence our understanding of the world around us, says Waters, and the fact that states want to control people's ability to use them is an indicator of how powerful this tool can be. Another possible alternative is for Google and other commercial providers to start providing higher quality images of the region. But that's unlikely to happen anytime soon. When asked for comment, Google told Wired that it's always evaluating opportunities to update its satellite images, but that it had no plans to share about doing that for Israel and Palestine. Until it does, the work of humanitarian organizations and digital investigators in Israel and Palestine will remain harder and costlier than necessary. Imagery of this kind can help hold the powerful to account, and the denial of its availability is an attempt to prevent that, says Waters. Google and other providers should not be complicit in that. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com slash security. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.